What's up? Top, 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 go, my man. That's the Southwest Philly, Florida, man. Shout out to my cousin Burn. Shout out to my mom. Be away, all y'all, man. We out here, Southwest. The Southwest Philly, Florida. Colony fans, welcome to another episode of the Goal Standard, episode 37. The Goal Boys are back after a brief hiatus. Um, you know, after Dumphy coming back home to LaSalle, uh, we have a few uh, items we want to talk about. Um, majority of it's, you know, transfers, um, a couple head coaching changes, or I guess not head coaching, I guess assistants, um, maybe one in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like some miscellaneous stuff and uh, other stuff that uh, has been going on that we've been seeing um, on the timeline on Twitter. So um, LaSalle, it's official. They, um, the Drame twins from St. Peter's uh, of their Elite Eight run, Hassan and Fusini. Excuse me if I'm saying them wrong. Um, are transferring right. to LaSalle. Do you know what year they are? How many years? I think oh. that they have two years remaining. Okay. If, if okay. I'm not mistaken. So I, I don't know if they're like a sophomore, junior, but they have two two years, I believe. Um, yeah, man. That's great. We got some peacocks. Yeah. There was, there was the chance. It was between us and Monmouth. And Dunphy sold them. Dunphy got them. So, I mean, I, all, all credit to him, I guess. Uh, this is one of those things where <clears throat> you really don't know, like, what's going to happen, right? We had no indication one way or the other. Uh, they made their visit, and we were just having our fingers crossed. We didn't hear any news until Monday when they made a video where they said, that we are coming to the city of brotherly love. And there's no better way to say that because they're twins. And they're, they're both made a huge impact on the Elite Eight team um, in St. Peter's. What a legendary squad. Really cool that they get to come here um, and hopefully make an impact right away. They've got some length, right? They're, they're slashing forwards. Uh, we tweeted out a, a video of Hassan um, hitting down some huge threes during the tournament, um, as, as well as cutting and, 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 you know, driving to the hoop. So, yeah. Uh, We'll welcome both of them with open arms because this is the first news we've had, right, on the transfer market. Yeah, in terms of additions, uh, guys come to the program. You're right; it's the first additions, I guess. You know, with the the twins. Um, you know, I think the last group of twins were the Jarrell, or the Williams twins, Jarrell Williams and Terrell Williams, and um, hopefully they can be as good as them, or if not better. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I really think it's a really good addition. Um, you know, losing, you know, Clifton Moore to Providence, you know, Jack Clark to NC State. We really needed some guys, some depth in the front court. And um, these are two huge additions. I know Dunphy, um, he's a pretty good ex-nose coach. And um, he's definitely going to try to get um, guys to buy in to play defense. And I feel like these two guys are definitely, you know, anchors um, of his defense. You know, they're lengthy guys and hopefully whatever kind of defensive system he wants to run um they're pretty will be pivotal um you know to run that successfully 
Definitely. Definitely. It seems like they're like, they, they're, they're faithful to the grind. Um, all indications on social media and all the interviews I saw during their elite eight run were just really great. Just like really humble and blessed to be able to play basketball. Um, <clears throat> they're originally from Mali. Uh, so they played on the Mali international team. They had a massive upset in the UEFA or FIFA. What is it? FIFA? The international basketball competition, FIBA 2019, they upset France to go to the title game for the 19 year olds. And so that was, that's incredible. Um, they, they, they know what it's like to win. And I, I hope it translates for us. Uh, I would, I, I know like people might think, you know, it's a Mac school, right? St. Peter's. Um, but I, I really think that this experience that they've had going to the elite eight will translate really well. And you, you can throw the fact that they're from the Mac out the window. I, I really don't, I don't like to even think about it, honestly, because of what they've accomplished. I think it's incredible what they've done. So yeah. um, all credit to them. And, and it's really cool to have some, some peacocks on the squad. Like, I just yeah. think that's, that's just a really cool storyline. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I feel like it's funny. Cause like you'd say like, we're like a borderline max school we'll go from one max school to another, uh, <laughs> but that's another, you know, another conversation. I'm curious. Um, I I, I'm curious if it's, if it's an upgrade overall. Like I think our what I've seen on Twitter is that St. Peter's facilities are terrible, and I think we're actually we actually have might have better facilities no than St. Peter's. Really? Maybe? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's up for debate. But I remember when the St. Peter's went on their run, people were uh, former employees were tweeting out about how terrible it was there. Like the press conference room was next to the weight room, the student weight room. Or uh, I think Wait, and they what? had like music blasting, and there was leaks in the ceiling. Um, there was like, there was like mice and, uh, I don't know what else. And <clears throat> it was next to a classroom, I think. I don't know. Just basically the facilities were terrible and they had like no budget. So I think that this is an upgrade. I want to say that. Wow. Yeah. Believe it or not. I can't believe that. Um, <laughs> I guess the other thing I wanted to say, I missed something. Um, when I said that they're going to afford, fill the void of the front court, I also missed Christian Ray. Also to Delaware, because, you know, three guys who left, I guess is a pretty good segue too. Um, Clifton Moore, Jack Clifton Moore to Providence, Jack Clark, NC State, Christian Ray to Delaware. They all pretty much, you know, they're forwards and centers. So with those three gone, you know, there, there's, you know, openings uh, for minutes. So to get, um, you know, players like the Drama Twins, um, they'll definitely uh, be used and utilized um, under Dumphy. Yeah, two for the price of one. That's the best part about this. You know, we got, we, yeah. got, we got two guys, they were a package deal. So yeah. that fills two roster spots and they have the experience and the abilities to take it to the next level. So let's hope they do. Yep. I hope so. Um, yeah. So another news is um, they named, let's sound named Joe Mahalik as the, I believe the associate head coach. Um, he was formerly the head coach of Hofstra. And I think he stepped down because of health reasons. I think, um, I think he's okay now. I, um, I know he's older also. I guess he's pretty good buds with Buzz Dumphy, but I mean, he has a, you know, a wealth of knowledge of basketball. He's been coaching a long time. He, I feel like he had um, some success at Hofstra. I think maybe NCAA tournament, maybe. Um, I think you're right. But, but I feel like that's definitely a huge addition to the coaching staff. And I'm curious who, um, who else Dumphy will fill out his uh, staff with. Um, it'll be interesting to see, but I feel like that's definitely a good start. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know if Newbauer's next. Uh, that would definitely create some buzz uh, on 10 Twitter. Um, but <laughs> I feel like they definitely need some young guys also. Um, but, I mean, I like it. Um, we'll probably be there, I guess, as long as Dumphy's there, which is probably, you know, two, three years. But, no, I, I like it. <laughs> Did you just say he's only going to be there two or three years? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, if he's 73 years old. But I'm just, you know, just throwing things out, throwing that out there. Yeah, I don't know. They could they could both hang around for a while. I, I mean, we'll see. We, we've been talking about that a lot, about, who you know, how long Dumphy will be there. And I think that those two are just going to be awesome. And, and I think this is a great foundation, a great foundation. Yeah, I, agree. I, I agree. I saw someone post. I don't know if it's true. I'd have to check the stats. But I think collectively they have 999 wins wow. in college basketball. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. If that's true, that's great. Um, it's probably somewhere around there if, if it's not 999, but um, pretty cool. So first first win will be collectively there together. They're a thousand. Yeah. Um, but just a wealth of experience. Um, really cool. I think that this also um, helped our our demographic, our fan base a little bit more. Uh, all, the, all the responses have been overwhelmingly positive. Um, everyone's really, really happy to see him come home because he went to LaSalle as well. So um, I just think this is going to really help out the, the group of folks that may not have been involved with the school in the past, but when they see that news, they probably perked up a little bit. So um, honestly, that's, if that's where the money is, if that's where the support is, hire the guys that they like and, uh, and Dunphy likes. So who knows what they'll do next as far as coaching staff. Um, yeah. There were rumors that a lot of guys are going to return. A lot of coaches are going to return like the remainder I don't, I don't know if that's gonna if that's true um like a like jamal um who helped clifton Moore develop i don't know if he's gonna stay really is up in the air it's mostly rumors at this point but um hey you know i'm, I'm just looking forward to this this foundation so yeah um so i know you know friend Duffy was hired and i had he had his you know introductory press conference and i was like pretty impressed um, for what he was saying, you know, it's a different age of college basketball, you know, since he was last coaching. But, you know, I feel like it, he's going to try to build, like, you know, LaSalle basketball culture. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to – it's not easy because he, he knows, you know, the journey ahead of him. Um, yeah. You know, he's been broadcasting the last couple of years. He's been pretty close to the program. Um, so he knows the work, you know, that's cut ahead of him. So – um, I knew he had a challenge ahead and I guess, you know, with Dunphy, um, I think rumors are that Brickus and Brantley are going to be back as well with, uh, Gill and Nickelberry. So I don't know how many open scholarships they have in total now with the signing of the drama twins, but I feel like they need to build up the roster. You know, they need a few more forwards, maybe a guard also maybe like, I don't know if they have five spots left and that means they'll get a couple, like, Feel like they need some forwards because they're very yeah. pretty much guard heavy and those two big guys so it'll be interesting to see how dumpy fills out the roster also in terms of like um the transfer portal or also you know true freshmen so yeah it'll be interesting to see i remember i, I this may have been even before dumpy was officially announced um ah you know actually it was probably right after that he was <clears throat> spotted at a au uh, au games so like courtside with amongst uh, some top tier coaches. Oh, um, Duffy was? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I forget the list, and but uh, I know that there were some blue bloods there in the building, and and Dunphy was there, so he he's on the trail. He's on the recruiting trail, basically, is what that means. Um, he's not like sending somebody else. He's he's out there. He's out there, and I really right. think that <clears throat> as long as he has you know the support and and you know the desire, he he's gonna be Dunphy that we've known always known. So. Um, he's out there. He just he just can't stay away from the court. He just mm-hmm. can't stay away. And um, you mentioned the introductory press conference. I feel like there wasn't really anything crazy, or uh, everything was kind of just like standard yeah. PR mm-hmm. talk. Um, even uh, there was a Q and A, I think, but I didn't really hear anything that was of significance. Q and A. Actually, that was the one thing that actually <laughs> stood out. Cause I went to listen to it and I literally had my computer on like a hundred, like all the way. And I could still like the whole thing. I could barely hear. Like, I had on a hundred and Q and a, it wasn't even worth listening. You couldn't even, you know, hear it. That's a shame. So like when one time, you know, LaSalle had their struggles, you know, during the season with ESPN plus and the sound and audio and all that stuff. And you're thinking, Oh, you know, they got a new coach. They cannot screw this up. And the Q and a, you couldn't even hear it. wasn't even uh-huh. listening. You couldn't, you couldn't hear it. It was a joke. So that's the one thing I was like, you know, it, <laughs> we're starting to get that. Rep- we're, I mean, I feel like that's the reputation we have, and it, it's it's not changing anytime soon. This, um, this press- <laughs> that, that's a good thing to note. This press conference was at the in the Union Ballroom. Ashley Howard's introductory press conference was in the um, the new business building that you've been to like fifty times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Uh, the, the it was like the their auditorium. And it was there were streamers thrown. Remember that it was like oh yeah a lot of pomp cool. and circumstance. Was cool. it, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance. Like why it was a state of the art facility? Like why wouldn't you have Dumphy in there instead of the the Union Ballroom that's been there? Like yeah, why wouldn't you have it in a brand new place with like acoustics and people can hear what you're saying when you're going to go to the ballroom that was you know who knows when that was built? Yeah, that I mean, was that was sad. Sense. It was yeah, it was like sad. that's terrible. <laughs> It was the opposite of Ashley Howard's press conference. I got the, yeah. like, it was like a dingy camp. Like the camera looked like it was I dark. Mean, the, is there sentimental value? I don't Dumpy know. has his first dance in there. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that was definitely uh, an L and, <laughs> and <laughs> a flashing L. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They need to figure that out. Um, the the AV team has got to got to bounce back there and 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 the next the next press conference whatever it is needs to be much better, new location better equipment, um, better production throw some streamers, I don't know it just felt like really nice and I was really hyped when Ashley was announced it, it was like a whole it was a whole presentation so I don't know what happened but alas that was probably the old president they were you know they want to make sure things look good, um, new guy new guy maybe will but he he's too new to. Yeah. <laughs> to address the uh, presentation value. <laughs> yep. Yep. But it is what it is. Yep. All right. So next order of business. I don't know how long you want to touch on this one for, but the next thing I know we want to touch on for the longer. Um, so I believe it was the Phillies game on Sunday. There was a doubleheader on Mother's Day. I'm not sure if it was game one or game two. Um, do you want to talk more about it? Yeah, so uh, we love our listeners. We love our followers. Anytime something happens that's LaSalle related, we usually get at least two or three tags. Say They tag us. They say, check this out. So one of the things was at a Phillies game, 
during the broadcast, a girl and boy were, were assuming that they were a couple. Okay. I, you know, I don't like to assume, but this felt like they were, they were, they were dating or there were a couple of some sort. So um, the, the guy was in a hoodie, uh, yellow hoodie, right? I believe yeah, it was a yeah, yellow right, hoodie, right. not yeah, LaSalle right. related, not LaSalle related, but the girl was wearing a jacket that from my days at LaSalle was the jacket that was worn if you were giving tours and presenting in front of prospective students. So she's, she's definitely part of LaSalle. Through it, like that, those jackets, they Ambassador, don't just you hand. Can't buy, you can't buy those. They don't hand those out to us. No, no we don't they, get those. They do not. So naturally, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, this poor girl is," and she she's in tears, and she was very upset. So, uh, my 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 first inclination is that they're having some sort of argument, and I hope I hope everything is okay now. I hope that you know they're still together or not. But I I will say that you do not mess with explorers if you ever if you ever are put in that position. You better figure it out, man, because uh, we're not letting you into Tom Gola Arena if you uh, ditch and explore. So I hope that everything is good. Um, maybe they were talking about how pathetic the Phillies have been recently. Maybe they're talking about, you know, Fran Dunphy's introductory press conference and how crappy the production was. Uh, you know, I don't know what they were talking about, but I do. It always makes me sad when I see a fellow explorer crying. So I hope everything went well. And, and, and if you want to get on the pod and talk about it more, we'll, we'll invite you on and we can, we can address it, but it definitely made headlines. Uh, I believe multiple, um, you know, big J journalists were, were posting about it. Like Mike Golick Jr. was like, this is, this is rough or something like this is a rough video. So yeah. uh, I hope that the, they smooth everything out. And, but if that dude is, is, doesn't belong with you, then it's, it, you know, that's just the way it is. And uh, he's our enemy for life. Yeah, so that's I really what I hope he wasn't a Mets fan because I'm not really a fan Mets fan. So, um, oh, you know what? He was wearing a Phillies jersey. He had a oh, yellow. He was? Yeah, he had a yellow hoodie. Oh, on, the yellow hoodie underneath the, the Mets. Was Phillies, the, the okay. Phillies, Phillies jersey. Okay. Um, but still, LaSalle is, is priority here. So, don't mess. Don't mess with us. <laughs> nope. Don't do it. <laughs> or you'll, you know, the doors will get locked to you if you try to get into the Mecca. Yeah, exactly. We'll put your name on a, on a ball and do not admit. And we'll block you on Twitter if we figure out who you are. Yeah. Don't mess. Yeah. Sad to see. Um, all right. So here we go. The main event, you know, why we're, why we decided to record. Yep. Um, I'm going to call it the, the salt shaker tour. Um, <laughs> so the other day, I forget what day it was. I think it was Thursday or Friday. We heard, you know, LaSalle alumni, you know, Tim Legler going on um, the old man three, the old man, the three podcasts, you know, hosted by JJ Reddick and uh, I think his co-host name's Tommy Alter. And, you know, he talks about the time he was interviewed at LaSalle, you know, stiff arm at the door, stiff arm at the door, stiff arm at the door. Um, and he didn't get the job and he came off pretty, pretty arrogant. And the funny thing is it got a lot of attention, but, if people have been listening, it's the fourth time he's been on the airwaves talking about how he was passed over a LaSalle job. Yep. You know, he went on Jim Rome, I think like mid-June of last year, and he went on Rosillo in March of last year. And I think he was on Gargano's show, um, you know, the radio uh, in April, I think, of last year. So he like keeps on coming up and coming up and coming up. But it's like, if you want this job, you can't be bashing the school that you went to, like, 
Also, yeah. I know like when we were students, like we saw him there, like when they were doing well in Sweet 16, like I would see him there a few times. He hasn't been there since. You're you know, right. He's been a very fair weather fan. Um, I don't know if he, I know he's a Hall of Athlete. I don't know, you know, if he's been there in the past, like, I don't know, eight, eight years. Um, but he seems very, very salty, but he seems very arrogant. Um, like it's kind of an entitlement, you know, for him to get this job. It's like, I know you work for ESPN and, you know, you coach AU, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you're entitled to a, um, a head coaching job in college. Like you might say that, you know, the search firms, um, didn't like they didn't have head coaching experience, but it, it it sticks out like a sore thumb. It does. Um, I know that you were comparing yourself. You know, Patrick Ewing got the opportunity, and Chris Mullen, Penny Hardaway. Boy, but guess what? You, you're not those guys. You're not that guy, dude. You're not that guy. Um, <laughs> so I, I hate to say it, but you don't have that kind of pedigree. Um, you're right. And I, I mean, it is a big risk for LaSalle. I know that on paper. Um, like you're a pretty like he's a very good analyst on ESPN. He knows what he's talking about, but it's very risky. It's very very risky. Um, so I mean, I don't know if he got a chance this time. I know he said stiff arm at the door. We kept saying that three times, and I know I said it three times earlier. But I don't know if he. I don't think he even got a shot this time. So I think the time he, was, he said he was passed over, he's passed over um, for Ashley Howard. And he also said on the podcast that he was also stood up. Um, or he didn't get the Duquesne job, but so that's two jobs, but I listened like right before this to Rosillo, you know, and it said he came in second three times. So if you came in, what's the other job? So if you came in second to Duquesne, second to LaSalle, what was the other job? Why did you disclude that? Or is that a lie? Like you said, you interviewed the Duquesne LaSalle on JJ Reddick's podcast, but on mm-hmm. Rosillo's podcast, you said you finished second three times. So what's, I don't know if I'm, tr- I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm curious where, <laughs> what's missing, but yeah. um, maybe he didn't include that for a reason, but um, it's not adding up. You know, if you're going to go on this, you know, on this tour and talk about how you deserve a social job, um, I feel like you think you're above it anyway. Yeah. Like, would you take it? Like, I know you were saying that, um, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to take an assistant job at this time. You can't, um, um, couldn't like justify it to your wife because of the salary implications. And I mean, I understand that, but like, I guess that is too late then because you're going to have to pay the ropes and for a school to go straight to a head coach job for you, it's very risky on their end. Definitely. If you're the athletic director and you are in the situation you're in at LaSalle, you got your ass on the line. Yeah. There's no way, there's no way you're going to do it. And throw all the cash out, cachet out, out the window. Throw throw out all of that, you know, all that. What's the word? Like notoriety that he mm-hmm. has. Publicity. Throw it all out the window because on the court, it's X's and O's. Mm-hmm. It's handling things when times are tough, and we haven't seen him do that ever. Maybe in the AAU circuit, that's cool. I mean, what is that going to do for you? Yeah. How many AAU coaches are, are there out there? I don't think AAU is a good enough <laughs> resume builder <laughs> you gotta you gotta branch out like my here's my whole thing what why why are you demanding or not demanding but begging begging for a head coaching position at the division one level do you know how hard it is to get that you, like you really do have to be either a nba superstar 
or a guy that grinds from the bottom. And what this tells me is that Tim isn't willing to grind at the bottom. AAU, you're right. AAU is, is, is definitely the bottom, but why, why didn't he like stick with it and, and then become an assistant coach at the D one level, right? You got to start somewhere, man. You think after the third, supposedly the third time he's been turned down, he should, he should try and re-strategize. And like, after the first time I would probably reconsider my strategy. I would probably say I'm at a crossroads here. Do I stick with the broadcasting job, which is awesome. I do love him on ESPN. Um, I think he does a great job. You either do that or you go full in on coaching and you, 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 I think you'll have much better luck if you, if you try and become an assistant coach legs, like here's a pro tip, just start there. I think you have a much better shot of getting an assistant coaching job. Um, and, and, and honestly go in there with the expectations of becoming a head coach, which I'm sure everyone says, it seems like he's just trying to skip the line. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's my absolutely. thought. Here. And I feel like at the bottom line, you can't justify the money no. for him to not take a step down to that kind of level. Cause I don't know what he's making. He's obviously making pretty good money ESPN. He's not just going to take that. And I guess at the end of the day, he can't do that. And he's just waiting for a hope and a prayer for someone to take that swing. You know what I mean? That big swing and you know, ADs and search firms, you know, that, that swing's way too risky. And, yeah. you know, I think he's, his mid, he's in his mid-50s. It's just too risky. It's kind of flashy, but it, it is very, very risky. Yeah. Um, and it's buzzworthy. Um, and I'm just curious. I know, you know, he has great notoriety. He knows the game very well. But the thing is, I'm curious the relationships because he just seems very, very cocky and arrogant. I'm curious, like, will kids buy in? Will he be a likable kind of coach? Because, like, kind of the persona that he was given off, you know, with all these, um, you know, podcast appearances don't really give oh, me that vibe, you know, horrible picture. Yeah. It's not giving me the vibe. If you're going to like trash LaSalle and then want the job, like you just don't do that. Like, how is that going to translate when, you know, you're in, you know, tough circumstances, you know, and I, I just don't, not a good correlation in my opinion. Of you're how right. That translates. People are like, Oh, it's going it, to, it's boomer bust and LaSalle. You know, LaSalle could use a boot like they should just try just right. Like you said, just swing <laughs> yeah, for the fences. Yeah. You might strike out. I think there's like a 95 percent chance you're going to strike out with this and we can't afford it. No, <laughs> you know, no. like the boom and bust. OK, 10 percent boom or, and 90 percent bust. Like, I, I don't think he has the pedigree and in, 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 in this climate at LaSalle we cannot afford that. That's why I'm saying, like, start start somewhere else, dude. Like, he must have, like, I don't know. I, he's definitely like, path- this is pathetic. No, it quite is pathetic. Frankly. It is very. Um, unfortunately, I as much as I hate to say it, like, this is pathetic. So when you think about how you carry yourself after you denied an interview, this is probably the worst way to do it. Oh, absolutely. Like this is a master class on how not to get hired. Um, and so it sounds like a crybaby. Exactly. Like. This is worsening his chances even more. And JJ Reddick on the pod was like, "All right, guys, let's let's do it. Let's get our listeners involved. Let's try and get him a job." I'm like, JJ, man, like, you're better than that. (laughs) Yeah, more power to you. But like, maybe JJ doesn't realize that this is the fourth, at least the fourth time he's gone on. No, it's the fourth. It's his fourth time. Like, like, have you, you? Could you see like anyone else doing that? Like, have you seen another person? I mean, I don't follow as closely, but like someone else doing this. Like, can you imagine if, like, Ashley Howard went in and does all his podcasts, you know, crapping about the time he was – he wouldn't do that. Nobody like, would it, ever do that. No, like, no one does that. Like, 
And I guess if it was a bigger name school, it'd be a bigger, like a bigger deal. But um, I feel like the faculty South's not big, as big a deal, but it's crazy that it's happened like four times. I'm curious if there's even more, more we missed, but like, what yeah. do you have to gain from doing that? Like, yeah. what do you have to gain from going on these podcasts and completely like talking badly about a LaSalle job? I mean, it is, they made, I mean, it is very tough circumstances, you know, being in the A-10, all facilities, but like, we, we all know that we know that we follow yeah. the program very closely, but like the way he comes off as arrogant, it's like entitlement for the job. It like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know what you have to gain from that. Like, you're not going to get any job if with that kind of attitude. Yeah. And he had a decision to make a while ago. Like, when Ash was hired, he had a decision to make. That, that, was, four, that was four years ago. He had yeah. a decision to make at that point. He said, I'm either going to just stick with broadcasting or I'm going to, you know, try this pursuit of a job. And I think he should have dropped, you know, really, really hammered it and, like, really focused on pursuing that job. Like, the, yeah. like you could just tell he's trying to skip the line. He's so trying he's to skip the line. With, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, he shows his in. NBA card. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, oh, it's look. all about the recognition. Oh, like if I walk into gym and who I am, but like, bro, that's not going like, that doesn't mean Jack. Yeah. Like you're not that guy. Like Rich said, you're not that guy. I, I think, did he even coach? Did he even coach AAU uh, men's? I feel like, I think all I heard was he was AAU women's um, and, and had a good squad. They ran good sets according to some tweets. But like, come on, man, you got to bring it like also many people say this. It's not what you know. It's who, you know, mm-hmm. and I guess he doesn't know that many people. I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know many people in the college college landscape. It, you got to start somewhere, dude, and just be humble, be humble and yeah, start from the bottom, not like right. everyone else. And, and obviously the most the most obvious thing here is, all right, what am I going to do? Pick, pick a coach who was under at Villanova who has won two national championships. Or Tim Legler, who has zero Division One coaching experience. If I'm the AD and a board of trustees and president, it's a no-brainer. No, it's a right hire at the time. Like you're not going to take legs. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> like, he, and he that's all. Like, actually, it was his job to take. Oh, like I came in. I thought I, I came back. I saw my wife. I, th- I thought it was my job. And then all, you know, <laughs> Ashley Howard and Brennan called Jay Wright and was mystified. Like, get out of here. Ashley Howard was, you know, assistant coach. And he said, assistant coach is different than being the head coach. But what kind of head coaching experience do you have, bro? Like, (laughs) like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And now we're in dire straits. We needed a coach that can kind of weather the storm. We need someone with experience once again. And there's no better person than Fran Dunphy. So you cannot complain. Dude, you cannot complain. You are against you were up against it with these two other amazing coaches that have been picked before you. Like, I would just be happy that you got the interview the first time. Um, and I'm sure that they didn't, he did. I bet he didn't get a second interview because of what he's been saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, he definitely got the stiff arm from like legs. Maybe I wonder you open up your mouth and have the podcasting tour, you know, on Rosillo, Rome and Gargano. Like, well, you gotta watch what you say, you know, actions have consequences yeah and 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 granted we'll give him that he can talk the talk he can break down film like the best of them but you got we got to get more coaching experience out of you man and and that that should have happened these last four years as if i was ad so but he he he, like he painted it like just let me sit down and watch film with you and i'm like all right i could just do that with rich 
on like Sunday, Sixers game seven. We could like watch and break down the game right before our eyes. Like I, I, I you, you find me one man who has, who has looked at broken down film for, you know, forever. And you'll find like 400 other dudes that are in the coaching system right now that have broken down more, probably <laughs> as much, if not more film than Legler. So I think that he, like, it's not exactly something to separate himself from other candidates. So it's, it just all, it just makes me, it's like, makes me sick. Like, cause he's so good. He's such an amazing player at LaSalle and in the NBA three point champion. I love shooting threes and what he's become is just, it's just cringeworthy. You know, it really is. It's kind of like comical at this point. Like I'm pretty sure he was an accounting major, puts a bad name on it. Oh, he's um, an account. He was an accounting major. Yeah. Uh Oh, I would love to like have like a three point shootout, me, you and legs. <laughs> But I mean, the arrogance is unbelievable. I mean, the conf- his confidence is unbelievable. Oh yeah, like, you gotta give him that. <laughs> like he's so confident. Like I don't know if it's like prove it, dude. Like his confidence. You know, I can go in there, I can coach. I'm like, all right. But I mean, that that's just if way we too had, risky. If Lasalle was doing well and we were like, you know, in a better place financially, I'd, I'd be more inclined to give him a shot. But he, I love what he was just like. Well, they haven't won in 25 years. Huh, what do I know? I'm like, what do you know, Legs? Like, I don't even <laughs> Your AAU squad went, you know, 15 and four. So he knows a lot about winning at AAU level. Like, <laughs> when he said that, I was like, oh, nice. Another cheap shot. And JJ was laughing. I was just like, I'm going to block you, JJ. He, d- he replied, said, LOL. But, uh, but oh yeah, chime God. in with your thoughts. I would love to get everyone else's thoughts here. Like, this is just such a weird topic and it keeps rearing its ugly head. We would not be potting like this if he didn't do it four times. Four times. Like it could be more too. Yeah. We we might have to clip a whole bunch of them and just be like, legs, what are you doing? Like, take a break. Maybe his wife is like, go, go, go. Like, maybe what his wife is like hammering him, like, keep it going, keep pushing. But like, it's not you gotta take it the the, the high road, as they say, right? He keeps taking yeah, the road. I feel like that's the right road. thing to do, but he's not. Like I, no. I mean, I feel like most people I feel like are somewhat like classy, but he's like he's yeah. so full of himself and arrogant and yeah, read the room too. Like LaSalle isn't doing great, obviously. Like you don't need to pour more dirt on us just because yeah. you didn't get an interview. Oh my goodness. Maybe you know what what would be crazy is if he replaced Dunphy as the <laughs> new coach no 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 color commentator oh no way if he was courtside let's get legs on the mic that's how dunphy did it right no yeah dunphy was a broadcaster with espn plus and now he's now dunphy's the head coach legs could do the same thing it's the same thing totally the same thing no you can't mess with mr big five and ashley howard who had two natties i'm sorry man that's just those those are the breaks okay like at the end of the day um, I, I really wish, I hope legs, I wish legs the best, you know, I yeah. hope he, you know, gets an opportunity. I don't think he's going about it the right way, you know, going on these podcasts and talking badly about the LaSalle job. Um, and I don't know if other, you know, institutions are paying attention. I, I mean, I, 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 highly doubt it. Um, we never know, but I feel like he's just going about it the wrong way. Um, you know, if he gets an opportunity, all the best to him, but I, I just don't think this it's smart doing what he's doing. I agree, um, but um, no, I wish I wish him all the best. If some school is you know willing to put the risk out there to make you know Tim Legler a uh, head basketball coach of a Division One program, you know, power to him and 
um, you know, yeah. I'll wish him luck. Um, Definitely. Maybe, not if they're playing LaSalle, but um, <laughs> hope he gets, you know, pounded. Uh, but um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I wish him the best. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's get legs on the pod. Uh, maybe we'll tweet him afterwards. Be like, "Hey, legs, you got a minute?" Uh, because I feel like we do represent LaSalle in saying that this was it's just an awkward moment for him and us. So we'd love to uh, bridge that gap, and hopefully, he he is more understanding and uh, understands where we're coming from. So that's just the way it is. Um, I can't wait to see him talking about NBA playoffs. I mean, that the rest of the podcast on jj's podcast was was great i enjoyed every minute of it so it's not like he has no business being a coach it just is the way he's going about it so yeah Yeah. it's like funny so today i would like happen to turn on like you know gargano show um you know on the 975 app and you know the sixers are playing today and then of course it was like 140 and i'm like i hear legs i'm like is he talking about LaSalle again <laughs> but no, he was talking about the sixers you know makes sense no game five tonight but you never know you never know what he's going to say on the airwaves uh, you're right you know given you know what he's been saying over the past year it's interesting him and gargano both both tweeted out fake news they were both like joel Embiid's going to be the mvp i do i oh. I, can, I have the receipts so those two need to uh, reevaluate their social media policies as well. Uh, but that that's, you know, I guess when you're a big name in, in Philadelphia, you can do that stuff and say that stuff, but the goal of boys will be on you. We'll let you yeah. know if you, if you, if you come at LaSalle, you better not miss. So get on the pod or, or stop it. Simply, simply put. Um, yeah. Respond to us on Twitter. You're he right. Came back at us. You did. He walked it back. He definitely he walked, walked. He backtracked a little bit. <laughs> he said, I have enormous respect for Fran Dunphy and wish him all the best. In the yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. R- Rich and I remember fresh. Was it freshman year or sophomore year? When we saw legs in the building, that was literally the last time we've, hey, we've like, ever he seen came him into the student section. And I think I had to answer like some trivia question. I think it was like yep. on my birthday. And he's like, you better get it right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I, it was the answer was legs, yep. um, of course. Yeah, I think like we got a picture with them. Yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah, don't make um, us hate you, man. Like we, yeah. we want to love you. So just keep doing what you're doing on ESPN and and uh, we'll help you get a job. Just don't trash LaSalle in the process. That's all I got. You got anything else, Rich? Nope, I've said my piece. <laughs> we unloaded the clip. Uh, Hopefully next episode, there'll be some more positive news and we don't have to rant about Timmy legs on, 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 an, on the next pod. Uh, maybe it'll be our pod. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, as always, please make sure you follow us on Twitter. We need some more uh, reviews on our pod. So feel free to give us five stars and give us your feedback on legs and, and the, the atmosphere that LaSalle's in right now. Um, Dr. Danny Allen running the show at LaSalle. Um, we cannot wait for more news to come out. So um, this off season, hopefully will be, will be fun and entertaining. We'll try and get some guests on maybe who knows who we'll, who we'll bring on next. I feel like it's, it's usually a wild card, but, uh, but we'll, who knows, who knows, stay tuned. Um, and we look forward to seeing you all on the Twitter timeline. Um, so until then, it's a great day to be an explorer. Right on.